0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, day 30 of our Bible in the Year plan, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And today, like I said, is day 30. I'm in Auckland recording this for you today. And I'm so excited to be almost tomorrow completed a whole month of our devotional plan And no matter where you are, I pray God is speaking to you through these scriptures. Speaking of, the scriptures that we're reading today are in the description of every platform, but I'll read them to you as well. Psalm 17, 13 to 15, Matthew 20, 20 to 34, and Job 15, 1 to 18, 21. So that is our scripture for today. As always, if you haven't done so already, please take a moment and follow on every audio platform. And if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe and click the bell so this devotional gets bumped to the top of your feed. And so that we can get this out far and wide. The more subscribers we have, the more followers we have, and the ratings that we have, the more popular this is on the algorithm. So it'll help me help others get connected. If you could do that, that would be fantastic. But right now it is time for the brews. So let's have a quick look at what we've got today. And today I am the most nervous about this coffee. Out of all of the coffees that we've had so far, after the last 29 days, this is the coffee I'm the most nervous about. Not because Of anything other than the fact that this is Robert Harris coffee this is the first time I've ever seen these guys in a supermarket Um, and this is the Robert Harris Italian roast which I picked up like I said from my supermarket here's a little bit about Robert Harris Um, he was one of the New New Zealand's founding fathers of fresh coffee in 1952 he discovered a passion for coffee he began blending and continued to refine his craft which kept his customers coming back for more, he even packaged the coffee by hand himself uh, with brown paper bags uh, and hand tied string, and I love that. that. This is I love the history of that. That's really really cool. Now this is their Italian roast. It's their darkest roast, and they're not kidding. Like these things are dark. It looks like yeah, it looks like they they're burnt. That's how that's how dark these beans are. Um, This is what it says is uh, with full strength. It's full strength with intense notes of dark chocolate So that's what we're looking for today. This Robert Harris roast. I'm nervous about it I'm not sure how it's gonna go. So let's give it a try today Uh, I've got this in espresso form. Dose is 18, yield is 32 and it came out at about 26 seconds uh, Today, so let's give this a try and see what it tastes like. It's got a great crema on it. I'm I'm nervous excited. Oh, man. Okay, let's just give it a try. Let's give it a try. It's dark. <laughs> it's punchy. It's strong. The aftertaste is very bitter. I'm not, look, I'm not getting tastes here of dark chocolate, Maybe Like, the intense, when it said intense dark chocolate, I was expecting it to be like, whoa. But, like, it's definitely look, it's a dark roast. It it sits very heavily on the on the tongue. It's not a bat, honestly. I'm actually surprised because this was the one. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, this is the one where I'm like, I'm I don't think it's gonna taste very good. Let me have another go. Yeah, I mean it's bitter, it's it's very, it's very like it's very heavy, like I've already said it's not a coffee honestly this isn't my favorite coffee it's it's not maybe I'm just not a dark gross guy but it's too heavy for me it, it, it sits funny in my stomach as I've had it uh, I don't know I I'm, I'm not a massive fan but I, I I okay here's my breakdown okay I like the initial taste but then at the end it's it's not great I, I encourage you to try it yourself man go 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 see if you can find it Robert Harris um, there you are 1952 to 2000 and whatever day we are, 23 right now at the time of recording it, twenty thirty five whatever. From back in time to now, there you go. It's the uh, Robert Harris Italian roast, the darkest roast. I'm going to give more of the Robert Harris's a go. I pledge that I'll give them more a go. Maybe I'll try and come away from the dark, dark roasts uh, and come back in uh, to something not as dark. That's it for the brews today, though. Let's get into the Bible. Do you believe that God answers your prayers? What about do you believe that God even hears all your prayers? What do you do when you get a wait from God or a not yet from God instead of like a direct yes from Him? As human beings, we do not like waiting. We don't like hearing the word no, and we especially don't like to wait for a yes. We're yes people instantly. Often we'll just say yes to people when they ask us to do things or ask things from us, even if we don't want to do them, just so that we can please them. Like, I don't want to disappoint people, so maybe you're one of these people. You'll be quick to say yes just because you don't want to disappoint people. The truth is is that God is speaking, always. He's always answering prayer. And the thing we have to reconcile is that we might not always get the answers that we want when we want them. When we really want a yes, we might get a wait. And in that season or that response, what's our response going to be to that? You know, recently we made a decision at the time of recording this whole devotional series, we made a decision, Annalise and I, to move away from Wellington to Auckland, to move cities. And that was a journey that took nine months before we made the move. It started with a word from God, but a wait. Then it was the city that we should move to and a wait. Then it was a no to the city I asked to go to instead of the city where he asked us to go. And then it was a yes to the city, And to the timing to move. But it took nine months. It was wait, wait, no, yes. It was a journey. But you know what? Over my time of following Jesus, which for granted hasn't been for ages. It's been a third of my life being fully fledged Christian and following Jesus. What I've learned in that time is it's best to submit to him and allow his yes, no, or not yet to be the guiding factor and direct my life because he knows best. If we want to get a clear response to God, we have to seek him daily. Recently, I've seen a few posts on social media, different opinions and different people suggesting how daily disciplines are not that like mandatory and that important for a Christian life. While I agree they're not mandatory, I actually reckon they make a huge difference in our lives. It should be something that we really try and do as Christians. David says in the last part of his psalm, as for me, I will be vindicated and will see your face when I awake. I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Starting each day with intentional seeking sets us up and apart for that day. I believe it's a bit naive to think that we can actually get through a day without spending time with God, seeking Him, and getting clarity on the direction of our lives. Listen to what David says. When I awake, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. What do you do when you awake? Is your first port of call to grab social media? Is your first port of call to jump on the internet, check the news, maybe check your emails? I reckon our first port of call should be seeing God. That's where we're going to find our satisfaction and then get guidance for our life. It's not mandatory. It's not mandatory. And if you miss a day, that's okay. People get so uptight. And I think this is where we become so religious about daily disciplines. Don't be religious. Be relational. If you miss a day, it's okay. Just go again the next day. I genuinely don't think God's in heaven being like, you're a bad person because you didn't read your Bible today. I think he keeps speaking. And what we have to do is be disciplined in tuning in. God wants us to succeed. The best way for us to do that is to hear the direction that he wants us to go in. So let's be people who don't just present our requests to God, but actually take the time to lean into what he's saying and follow the leading of heaven. In Matthew today, we see two different responses to two different requests. We see a no and we see a yes. Both the mother and the blind men have requests. And it's interesting to meet it for both parties Jesus asks the question what do you want it's obvious right especially for the blind guys like like maybe less for the mother but for the blind guys surely Jesus knows what they want but Jesus he still asks what is it that you want and i think Jesus he asks us what we want to get us to articulate when we articulate what we want it gives us greater ownership over our needs and our desires the truth is is if we don't ask we don't receive so make sure you're actively asking god so why did Jesus say no to the mother and yes to the blind men? I believe it comes down to the intention behind the ask. The blind men got a yes because they asked for healing. The difference for the blind men is that they sought the Lord for their sight and they came humbly to Jesus. The mother, on the other hand, she was more looking for her sons to have glory and power, to sit at the right hand of Jesus. Man, that's a huge move. It's bold. It's bold to ask to hey like can my sons join you like at all of the people all time like especially if she knew that he was the messiah that's a huge ask his response was interesting can you drink the cup i am going to drink it's it's an interesting response like about a cup and drinking some believe this cup is in reference to the communion cup the shedding of blood for humanity can they shed their blood for humanity like oh, i'm going to shed my blood most scholars actually believe though that jesus here was referring to the cup of god's wrath That the Old Testament prophets spoke of in Isaiah and Jeremiah. Jesus explains that he will drink this cup. And this is actually the closest we ever see Jesus explaining that he's going to substitute himself for the judgment of mankind. Job, he speaks of an intercessor. My intercessor is my friend. As my eyes pour tears out to God. On behalf of a human, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. At this particular point in Job's story, we don't know who this person is, but what we do know is that they were of great comfort for Job, unlike his friends who, unfortunately, continue to go on and on and on about how somehow Job did something wrong, and this is why he deserves punishment somehow. While it's not clear who by name the intercessor was, Job gives us some clues. Even now, my witness is in heaven. My advocate is on high. Clearly, this is Jesus. Jesus is described as an advocate in 1 John 2, 1, and he's described as interceding for us in Hebrews 7, 24. This is who Jesus is. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, pleading for us. He is our advocate. For whatever reason, God allowed Job to walk through this season of suffering. He had to wait on the Lord. Waiting is never easy, but we can take great hope in the fact that Jesus is advocating for us in heaven and pleading while we plod along through the seasons we find ourselves facing today. When we are waiting, I want to encourage you, keep walking. Do the last thing God has given you a yes on and do it the best that you can. Verse of the day. Matthew twenty thirty three is our super sneaky extra bonus verse that we have a look at today. It says this, Lord, they answered, we want our sight. You can hear the humanity in this request. You can hear the honor in this request, Lord. We want our sight. They use the word Lord. Even in confessing his name, we realign ourselves with honor. They identified him as Lord. Are you coming to God as your Lord or as a laborer for all of your troubles? Examine the motives of your heart. Is he the Lord of your life or is he someone you call like a plumber to come and fix the problems in your life? And that is it for day 30. We are done for the Daily Brew today. Thank you so much for joining me no matter what platform you're on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. I'm grateful for you and I'm praying that God is speaking to you. On this devotional journey, lucky speaking to me. Feel free to jump in the comments on YouTube or flip me a uh, message on social media through Instagram, and the DMs on anything God is saying to you about and anything uh, encouraging that you want to say as well. It brings me great joy to hear the things that God is doing in your life. Tomorrow we finish our first month of the Daily Brew. I'm pumped to be almost done our first month. One down, 11 to go, Uh, and I'm so, so grateful for you joining me on this journey. Hey, uh, make sure if you're a barista as well, you reach out, I'd love to hear from you. If you haven't done so already, take a moment and follow, rate, subscribe, and click the bell on every platform, it'll help you stay up to date and help others find this devotional as well. Guys, we are storming through this devotional. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. And if it's time for sleep, sleep well, dreams and dreams and come back tomorrow for another day of the Daily We love you heaps. See you soon.